Well hello and wherever you are today the Lord be with you. My name is David Brook. I'm here with uh, the first of our reflections on the final uh, week's theme in our season of creation reflection series uh, and the theme for this week is uh, creation and generosity. I've entitled today's reflection enough is enough. It's based around two passages, one from Exodus and one from Luke. First, Exodus 16, verses 1 to 21. The whole congregation of the Israelites set out from Elim, and Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the second month after they departed from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I'm going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. That way I will test them whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather up on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he's heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? Moses said, when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I've heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread of, of the, that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each of you needs, an omer to a person according to the number of persons, all providing for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, those who gathered much had nothing over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. They gathered as much as each of them needed. And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over until morning. But they didn't listen to Moses. Some left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and became foul. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, as much as each needed. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. And then a short parable from Luke chapter 12. 
Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly, and he thought to himself, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, Ah, I'll do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. Well, in this final week of reflections for the International Season of Creation, we turn to the theme of generosity. Ours, yes, but above all, God's. For some of us, this week will be the run-up to a most unusual celebration of Harvest Festival, so it feels very timely. I wonder how you feel when you look in the fridge and there's only enough food in there for a couple of days. Maybe you look at it and fancy something different tonight, but there's nothing else in the store cupboard either. Still, it's only a short hop in the car to any of Tesco, Asda, Sainsbury's, Lidl or M&S. We're spoilt, really, spoilt for choice. And it's a very modern problem. If a little bit of food goes to waste because we fancied something different, never mind. Don't tell me it's never happened. Too many people across the world, and even across Wigan, would be thrilled to look in the fridge, if they had one, and see two days' worth of food, whatever it was. Choice wouldn't be the issue, and waste wouldn't be an option. But here we have two Bible passages, one from the Old Testament history of Israel and one from the teaching of Jesus, both reminding us that enough is enough, both showing us what it means to pray for and live from daily bread from God. In Exodus 16, the Israelites sound like moany 21st century teenagers as they say to Moses and Aaron, if only we died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. But you've brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. So just like my daughter when she used to say, you've ruined my life. But God doesn't snap back at them. He promises to rain bread from heaven each morning, enough for the day, knowing full well that the people will be tempted to hoard it instead of relying on him. And in the evening there will be meat for all. It's a test, he says, a test of faith, a test of their relationship with him. Not only will there be fresh supplies daily, except on the Sabbath, there will be exactly enough and nothing over. Those who gather more will have nothing to spare. Those who gather less will not go short. And there'll be no need for any kind of desert food bank. Perfect food justice. And those who insist on having a family hold back just in case learn the hard way that anything kept to the next day won't keep at all. Trust me, says God, but the people find it so, so difficult, even when he's keeping his side of the bargain again and again and again. And then we switch scenes from the Israelites wandering in the wilderness to a scene of a settled landowner enjoying success in Jesus' parable. A man for whom the definition of enough 
is enough for his present needs and then sufficient for years to come stored in barns. He sounds much more like us, only able to relax when there's enough and then some to spare. And Jesus brands him a fool. His own schemes, plans and careful provisions for his future are pointless because he isn't rich, he's mean. To be truly rich, to be truly rich in Jesus' terms, isn't about our balance sheet, what we have and hoard. It's about how we are towards others and God. And this man isn't rich towards God, in Jesus' words. Generosity hasn't even entered his mind. These passages seem so, so timely as the toilet paper aisles of our supermarkets are stripped bare for the second time this year and flour becomes hard to find, though somebody must have some plenty somewhere, certainly more than they can use. While we've made an idol out of choice and there's a straight line from having more than enough to want and waste, the message of both these passages seems simple to me. Enough is enough. And when we're blessed with a surplus, there's only one choice. Be rich towards God and each other. Maybe God is challenging us through these passages at this time to live a life that is simpler, more contented and built on trust and generosity. Well, let's end by praying, shall we? And uh, we'll use those words that Jesus taught us, whatever version uh, you know best. Let's pray together with disciples of Jesus across Wigan, across Liverpool Diocese and across the world. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you the rest of today, wherever you are.